Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I'm Ashley. I'm Aaron. And we are here to talk about uh, a third Bill and Ted movie, which just uh, was released this weekend. Uh, so it's a new movie, and um, we're not going to give a, you know any spoilers per se uh, because it's new. However, I will say if you know you don't want to know anything about the movie at all, um, maybe wait to listen until <laughs> after you've had a chance to see it. But uh, Aaron, why don't you tell us about Bill and Ted Face the Music? Um, Bill and Ted Face the Music. This is the third part of a trilogy. I, I think it would be hard for you not to know that at this point. But uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and this is the third installment, uh, Bill and Ted's Face the Music. Bill and Ted Face the Music. And generally, well, there's there's actually many plot threads in this movie. They cram a lot into this 90-minute movie. <laughs> Um, but the general plot thread is that they are there's they have a song that they were supposed to have written that they haven't written. They have 77 minutes to present the song, or reality as we know it is going to be sucked from the inside out. <laughs> and so they plot to go into the future to steal the song from themselves so that they can bring it back to the present day. Yes. And so... Okay, I haven't seen the first two, <laughs> so Just I know, I, know to me. I don't know how I made it through the through the eighties and nineties without seeing either Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure or Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I don't know. At the time, I thought they, even though you know, looking at them now, I think I would like them. At the time, they just seemed silly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I was I was too serious of a child. <laughs> but they just seemed silly, and I didn't want to watch them. So um, yeah, I never did. So this is my introduction to, to Bill and Ted. Um, I, you know, I found this movie to be fun, uh, very light. Um, I liked the message that it seemed to have. I mean, it seems to be a movie that's, you know, answering a need for our time, which is, you know, to bring the world together and make a, you know, bring everyone together and make the world a better place. So I kind of liked that theme. Um, you know, Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves as Bill and Ted, they're, they were fine. You know, I've seen enough scenes from the old movies to know that, you know, they're not quite at the same energy level, but who would be? I mean, it's 30 years on. And, um, you know, you can't act like Bill and Ted from the old movies, you know, and be their age. That would just be weird. But, I mean, I felt like they found that a good middle ground where, you know, it was, the rec- it was those characters, but, you know obviously older um yeah i i i thought it was funny i i you know so they have they have daughters they each one have a daughter so i don't know if this is meant to appeal to a younger generation if if they're if they're trying to appeal to people who maybe you know don't want to see a couple of older middle-aged men (laughs) in a comedy i i don't know i don't know that that i don't know that all the new characters really worked um it was still very much a, a their movie, and I felt like it was. I, I liked the movie better when they were the focus. The movie, like, the daughters, or Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. Um, I felt like that. You know, the movie loses focus a lot of times, or there, like you said, there are a lot of plot threads, so it does a lot of skipping around. And I don't. Know, I liked the Bill and Ted parts the best, but what yeah, did you think? Uh, um, there's. More than once I said during the film that we were watching Bill and Ted, The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
the movie starts with a voiceover from I don't actually didn't re- didn't know if it was Bill's daughter or Ted's daughter w- one of their kids one of the kids yeah, yeah. Uh, it starts with her voiceover mm-hmm. uh, and then they become as the movie goes on quite a big um, focal point um, I you know I know what you meant Aaron but it has a lot of plot threads but I actually don't think that it did I, it had two main plot strands um, Bill and Ted doing their thing to try and you know save time and space. And their daughters doing their thing to try and save time and space. Mm-hmm. There was a minor thing with Bill and Ted's wives, mm-hmm. which I stress minor. Yeah. <laughs> and I honestly, I think I looked away for a moment and I looked up and they were, their plots, their plot strand had started. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. What are they doing? You know, I, I, I but so there's also the plot thread of Dennis. There's Dennis. Yeah. We'll <laughs> talk about them a little yeah. bit later, but yeah. Um, again, that's, Minor, not minor, yeah. but yeah, it mainly focuses on Bill and Ted and then uh, their two daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the two daughters, so um, Bill's daughter is played by Samara Weaving, who some may remember from last year's Ready or Not uh, movie. She was a star of that. She's Hugo Weaving's daughter, the actor Hugo Weaving. Uh, and then uh, Kristen Shaw plays um, Ted's daughter. No. Bridget uh, Lindy Payne plays... Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Bridget Lindy Payne. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Whoever you said. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Shaw, I think, plays one of the, the wives. No, uh, Kristen Shaw plays Rufus's daughter. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, I will also admit, like Ashley did, I've actually not seen um, the first two movies. So, uh, yeah. There were some people playing, people playing roles. <laughs> but I want to focus on the two daughters because Samara Weaving was just playing um, a, a young woman mm-hmm. who happened to be um, Bill's daughter. And she did a good, a good job, fine job. Um, the other actress, uh, whoever Aaron mentioned, uh, <laughs> who played uh, Ted's daughter, um, was doing an impression of Keanu Reeves yeah. playing Ted. And that didn't work for me. Didn't I know it was supposed to be silly. I know this whole movie is supposed to be silly. Yeah. But I was every the whole time. I'm like, sister, just stop. <laughs> you know, I mean, the, I don't know w- what direction she was given or what. But um, no, 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 no. I mean, I get it. You're, you're Ted's daughter. You don't have to act like Ted mm-hmm. in order for me to get that. Um, it took me a little while. Again, having not seen both of the first the first two movies, I mean, I know they were silly, right? But this movie it took me a little bit to kind of be okay with its. Um, Silliness, and what I mean by that is, you know, I even said this out loud a couple of times. You know, there are, you know, issues with, as in any movie that deals with time travel, issues that don't make sense, like uh, quite, quite obviously don't make sense. Mm-hmm. And I was balking at that. And then finally, at one point, I was like, you know what, this movie is just plain silly. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I shouldn't. I should just, just just let it come over me and and roll with it. Yeah. And so I did. I'm. I have seen the other two movies. I am a big fan of the other two movies. And I actually think... One of the, we, we didn't have any discussion about this before we did the podcast, but one of the questions that I did ask you is, would this inspire you to watch the other movies? I think my love for the other movies is what hurts this movie. I, I, I think that it would have inspired me to watch the other movies. I'm less entranced by it because of my love for the other movies. Because the other movies... It, the other movies are really not really all that silly. The other movies walk this line of being kind of silly, but also being very intelligent. 
What's silly about the original two movies are the characters of Bill and Ted. The movie itself, the, the, the plots and the movies themselves are actually not really all that silly. And that's the problem that I had with, with this. With, with, with the third one is that a lot of it does come off as being kind of silly. Uh, Ashley had mentioned that he was more interested in the Bill and Ted portion of this movie than the version, than the part with the daughter. And I, I agree with that. And part of it's because of what Matthew had just said. She just, she's just sort of, you know, imitating Ted. But that part of the movie is also basically a retread of the first film <laughs> where they go back in the past and they collect these historical figures. So that part, there, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing new there. Some of the new stuff, I mean, I agree with that. I think the best part of the movie is Bill and Ted. I'm very, I was very bothered while watching this movie by Keanu Reeves, <laughs> which is just so strange because, I mean, there is no Bill and Ted without Keanu Reeves. And inversely, there's probably also no Keanu Reeves without Bill and Ted. But it's it's like, because he's so ever-present and I've, I, you know whether or not I think he's a good actor is irrelevant. He's in a lot of things that I see. He's in a lot of things that I want to see. Matrix, the John Wick's movie, the John Wick films. So there, there comes a point where it's like, I just, I, I don't buy him as Ted anymore, mm-hmm. which, which hurts the movie. Yeah. Um, I did laugh a lot. A, a lot of it is very funny. Um, there's a, we, we, we've already alluded to, there's a new robot assassin character named Dennis that in my opinion kind of steals the whole movie <laughs> he's the funniest part of the whole movie I would agree with that <laughs> yeah. and William Sadler returns he played death in Bogus Journey and he's returns this time as death and he's he's very funny just as he is in the previous movie but again it's it's just it's a rehash of, of, of you know of what he did in the previous movie so that that's that's where this that's where this movie loses me my love for the other two films just hurts my love for this movie. Let me ask you something. So I, I was, before I ask you a question, I'll preface it by saying I was thinking about Star Wars the other day, as you do, mm-hmm. and uh, particularly the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I'm someone, as I think we're all about the same age here, mm-hmm. uh, we grew up with the original Star Wars trilogy and those characters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, you know, despite the fact of how hyped I was when The Force Awakens came out, in retrospect, I was thinking the other day how I really wish there hadn't been a sequel trilogy uh, because I didn't want to see the full circle of Han Solo or or Leia Organa or Luke Skywalker. I didn't want to see them as old people. I didn't want to see them die, uh, as they all three did. I just didn't, I, I wanted, I thought to myself, you know, I just kind of wish they, those characters existed, you know, some three or four decades previous as I had, you know, as they did. And that's, well, that's what I had to remember them from and watch them. In. I, right. So as someone like yourself, who has been a big fan of the Bill and Ted movies, you know, going back, you know, what, over 30 years now. Yeah. Um, are you okay with seeing them? Did you have any issues seeing them now older and married and with grown-up kids? No. In fact, I, th- I think there's, there's dialogue in the movies 
I mean, it was it was funny because before the movie started, I had explained to you guys one of the running jokes in the movie, which then got explained in the first five minutes of the movie mm-hmm. in the dialogue of the of the movie. I, that I don't I, I don't have a problem with so much. What what really what I, I guess really what I have a problem with is that when Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure came out. No one really knew who Keanu Reeves was. He would only been in one or two other movies. The only thing before that that I can think of is a very obscure independent film called The Prince of Pennsylvania, which I don't think I've seen it. Um, but no one knew who he was. And he played this goofy character. And then he did a couple other movies after that, Parenthood, where he also kind of played this goofy character. And you sort of get the feeling that he's sort of this goofy character. But then... As time rolls on and he gets older and now he's really kind of, I mean, I guess for lack of better words, an action star, I'm looking at things like Speed and Point Break and the Matrix movies and John Wick and all these science fiction action thrillers that he does. In this movie, him playing Ted, he's so clearly <laughs> acting and so clearly not comfortable being Ted. If that makes any sense, yeah. Alex Winter, he's having time in his life. <laughs> he really fits in. I mean, he's he's having fun in the role. Keanu Reeves struck me as uncomfortable from the very beginning of the movie until until the end. Yeah, I think even you know, even though that was the the part of the movie that I enjoyed the most, there was something a little awkward mm-hmm. about his performance, and yeah, it, it, he just didn't seem to really capture the old spirit of, right. of Ted. But I don't know. Ted is also, you know, 30 years older now, so maybe this is the new Ted. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah. I, you know, not having seen the, the original movies, I, I did, even even I recognized that the, the plot with the daughters, you know, collecting these figures through time, even though, you know, this time it's musicians, solo right. musicians. Um that was it was it was a retread I realized that um, I, that that part just didn't really grab me it wasn't as funny um, yeah so the movie just kind of seems unfocused to me um, but you know the overall you can't help but like the the spirit of it and mm-hmm. and there's a you know a good nature to it and um, there are some funny parts and I, I loved the the robot Dennis well, or whatever well, what's what's interesting about what you had said is that 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 aspect, the uniting the world, the whole notion of be excellent to each other, mm-hmm. is one of the things that I've always admired about the first movie. Mm-hmm. That gets kind of lost in the second movie mm-hmm. because the second movie is more about mortality than it is about you know the, the time travel thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it was nice to see in the third movie that they do wrap that around and they bring sure. it back full circle, yeah. and that becomes what these movies are about again. And I think that that might sort of somewhat have been the impetus for them wanting to do this movie again, mm-hmm. uh, to, 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 come, to come back to these characters and come back to this story. It was that, you know, that, that it, because it is relevant to this day and age. Yeah. And it's nice at the, at the, at the, 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 when the movie first ends and they first start showing the ending credits, it, it's footage from all over the world of people imitating Bill and Ted. And <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of neat to see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too, there's a couple of nice cameos in here um, I guess let's call them that <laughs> but they, they I think fans of the original movies will appreciate mm-hmm. them um, you know it's interesting we, you kind of you, you both have kind of honed in on Keanu here and blah, blah. I 
thought, and I mean this in a nice way, <laughs> but I felt like when I was watching everyone almost, well, a lot, well, yeah, kind of almost everyone, that I was watching a bunch of actors getting together, having a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't fully feel like... I was never fully drawn into, like... This never convinced me, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, that this... Of, I was never convinced of their world. Mm-hmm. That, and, and that this was, um, you know, uh, really happening. You know, right. Like, a, a good movie will do right. that, right? Uh, mm-hmm. It'll suck you in. But this one, I'm like, oh, it's just a bunch of actors kicking it back and, you know, <laughs> having a good time. And, you know, some of them who are from the original stuff, they're getting back together. And, um, yeah. And, and that... Again, I say that in a nice way because I, I had a nice time watching the movie, but I, also, I, I guess when it comes to everyone, I wasn't, I wasn't convinced that anyone was really these characters. Yeah. Um, I noticed here, and you know, I, I always try and I talk a little bit about technical stuff here, but um, I don't know if there's much technical to talk about with this movie, but um, special effects were a little dodgy in parts. The, the, the initial, well, when they first arrive in the future, my, my first thought was... Wow, look at that CGI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first thing. Yeah. <laughs> now, again, the movie has an overall silly factor to it. Mm-hmm. So I, I sort of forgave that. But there were a few parts where the special effects occurred. And I kind of winced. I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> um, but again, it's Bill and Ted. So I don't, yeah. you know, and, and the first two were not necessarily, you know, they weren't. Star Wars prequels or, no, or, they, they, they or were, Avatar. They, they were not directed by Jim Cameron, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Speaking of directing, though, I'm just, I'm just, I just find it interesting, and I don't know there may be nothing to this, but this movie was directed by Dean Parasat, who, I was looking at his credits, he's directed a lot of TV, mm-hmm. um, which I don't mean to say that with a bit of disdain, but <laughs> you know, he's directed a lot of TV, but I also noticed that all three Bill and Ted movies have had different directors, mm-hmm. and I don't know if there's anything up with that. They've all had the same writers. They've yes. all been written by Chris Madison and Solomon. Who are sort of the, the, the genesis of the two characters. I, yeah. I, I, I think that they were characters that they might have done for an improv show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. In fact, I just found out recently, weird trivia, Chris Madison is the son of Richard Madison. Yes. yes. The horror writer. The horror writer yeah. wrote Star Trek and Twilight Zone and oh, all kinds yeah. of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird trivia. So Aaron, again, is someone who's been a fan of the first two movies for, for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. Having now having seen this, would you be stoked for a fourth one? If they all right, coming back for a fourth one, would you be up for that? No, no I would not. <laughs> See, and, that, and that's it's so weird to actually one. How great is this to actually like watch a movie in a room together? Like we haven't been able to do that in a long time. Mm. Uh, the I, I concede that my love for the original movies kind of pushed me into it. Mm-hmm. And then I finish it and then it's like, okay, we're going to go do the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I imagine my opinions and my views on it would probably change if we waited a couple days to do the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause now I'm kind of on this sort of almost nostalgic euphoria. <laughs> oh, look, oh my gosh, Bill and Ted. Because I conceded from the beginning the, the, with everything in the world going on right now, whether the movie's good or not, it's going to make me happy. Right. For, for, for 90 minutes, it's going to make me happy. Okay. Um, and it did. Yeah. But And I think that's what it set out to that's, do. That's what it set out to do. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm not. Because the next, you know, the next Bill and Ted movie would be the, the daughters. And I don't need to see them do that again. Well, and I feel like this one just puts, you know, a nice bow on everything. Yeah, it, doesn't really it wraps it up very nicely. Yeah. It does make me sort of think, because Keanu Reeves is in this, and that makes me think of The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it does put me in mind of how like, oh yeah, we have a fourth Matrix movie coming. And how <laughs> I was, I've been intrigued about that. But now after seeing this, I'm sort of like, ah, but do we really need a fourth <laughs> Matrix movie? I um, was reading something about the production work that's being done for, for John Wick 5. And I'm like, John Wick 4 hasn't come out yet. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the Matrix, you know, we haven't had a Matrix movie in 17 years. I thought they were done. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, no, no, we're not. We're coming back. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. And you know what? You know what I just read this week? And I'm sorry, we're getting off topic here. But, <laughs> you know, Lawrence Fishburne is not going to be in the Matrix I know. Four. I saw that too. How, how can you have... That's like mm-hmm. doing Bill and Ted without Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just... Uh, I, I, I now think I might... Uh, I might just boycott the Matrix. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure the Wachowski siblings are heartbroken. At that, but, yeah. All right. So um, we'll lead off with you, Aaron. What is your score for Bill and Ted Face the Music? Again, that's tough because I know in a couple of days I would change my mind. Right now, regardless of my opinions of the movie and just by going on how it made me feel to watch it, <laughs> I'll say seven. Okay, uh, Ashley. I'm going to say six point five. Okay. I'm coming in high here. Oh. So I'm a seven and a half. And um, I, I, I don't... <laughs> Did not see that coming. <laughs> it's, I will tell you right away, I think that might be uh, a little high. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to give it that. Because I would say, I would probably, when I say it's a little high, it, it honestly probably could give it a, a seven or a high six somewhere. But it is a feel-good movie. And you know, I'm kind of. And if you ask me a year, two, or three, or five from now, maybe I'll change my mind on it. But right now, it's just a nice movie to see. Mm-hmm. It's a nice new movie to see that has a is, is funny, even though it's kind of silly funny, and it has a positive outlook and message. And it, it <laughs> it's not a great movie, um, but I think I, I I'm I'm, I'm, I'm Giving it a little, I'm giving it a little bump. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, that's what I said too. <laughs> so it's a seven from us. Uh, it's on the tomato meter with a critic score of 81% certified fresh, an audience score so far of 83%. So, so we're a little low. We are a little low. <laughs> we're cynical pseudo film critics. Well, it, it, it's also, you know, it, it's, it's the right time for this movie. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And nostalgia. Nostalgia alone <laughs> is going to push this movie a little further than it probably deserves. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed watching. Yeah. For sure. All right. So thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.